0: Hi, this is Dr. Meg Hayworth, holistic psychologist and nutrition strategist, and you're listening to Get Well Soon podcast series, the show that explores how to heal yourself with food and the power of the mind. Hi, everybody. Dr. Meg Hayworth here. Thank you so much for listening to Get Well Soon podcast series. Please take just a moment to like, subscribe, and leave a review here on iTunes. And also, please listen to other shows on here with some of the top trailblazers in health like Joe Cross from Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. J.J. Virgin, celebrity nutritionist, four-time New York Times bestselling author, and then head on over to my website at meghayworth.com to get your three free gifts to help you heal holistically that connection between the adverse childhood experiences you may have been through and chronic illness, Um, and you'll also get onto my newsletter list where you're going to get more podcasts like the one that I'm doing today, and I have to say today I'm so excited to talk to a legend. we're here to speak with legendary Udo Erasmus. He is the founder of Udo's Choice Oils um, and found, you can find them in Whole Foods markets and other health food stores worldwide. He found his passion in the early 90s after pesticide poisoning, which we're going to hear more about, that led him to invent flaxseed oil and to develop the methodology and machinery to create healthy oils. We're going to talk about that, too. Um, Erasmus is an acclaimed author, speaker, and wrote the classic book that I know this book helped me many years ago, Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill, which has sold over 250,000 copies worldwide. He also has an eight-step process that takes into consideration all of the elements of, the, of whole health that includes our mental health, presence and awareness. Our life energy, and being in harmony with nature and humanity. Udo is also a presenter at Tony Robbins and Deepak Chopra events. His background includes master's in biochemistry, genetics and biology, and nutrition, as well as a master's degree in counseling psychology. I love how well-rounded. Welcome to the show, Udo Erasmus.
1: I am really glad to be here.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, There are a million questions that I want to ask you today um, because you have such a powerful background in making a massive contribution to health and wellness worldwide, and I want to thank you for that. (laughs) for starters. Um, But let's go back to your origin story. I I focus a lot on childhood experiences in Hmm. my work and how they influence us for better or for worse as we move on in our lives. But can you tell us a little bit about what influenced you to become who you are today?
1: Hmm. So I was born in uh, 1942 in Poland, which was then part of Germany. Oh, and okay. before I was three, we were refugees fleeing out of Poland, uh, west, uh, let's see, west yeah, into Germany, oh, wow. with the communists chasing us in tanks and trucks. And the Allies, who were supposed to be the good guys, were using the refugees, which were mostly women and young children in horse-drawn hay wagons, they were using them as target practice from planes. So we were getting chased from behind and shot at from from in front. Oh, my Lord. And I don't remember a lot of it other than fear, anxiety, probably would call it terror, although I didn't have a word for it at that time, hunger, yeah. confusion, uh, fear. So that's, that's that's what I remember from that time. I don't have a lot of pictures. My sister, who was a couple of years older than I than I, she remembers dead horses and dead people in the ditches. Oh, and wow. we made it out um, through, it's crazy. My, my mother dropped, uh, basically left, left the wagon on the road and went through the fields cause it was safer than to be on the road. I got left behind, ended up in an orphanage for a short time wow. and we eventually got reunited. But And and I look at all of that now as as an incredible gift. Not that I wish it on anybody, but what it did was it rubbed my nose in what happens when human beings don't cultivate peace, contentment, love, harmony Mm -hmm. in times when they have the luxury for that practice. And when I was six years old in Germany, I listened to adults argue about things that I thought were really trivial. And the thought occurred to me, there must be a way that people can live together in harmony. And just like a six-year-old would who hasn't figured out how complicated everything is, I said, I'm going to find out how. And that's been my driver all my life.
0: Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. So young to to yeah. have that awareness yeah. and, and and then and, to, f- and, all, to follow it.
1: Right, and that's why that's why, it's, why that's why it was a gift because it got me thinking about it early. And because I I didn't have much trust, I didn't know what I could trust, I got into trying to always figure out how things work. Oh. Okay. By my by my own experience, so I did a lot of experimenting, (laughs) wrecked (laughs) quite a few things in doing it. And when it came to studying, I I wanted to know how things work. So I got into science, so basically physics, chemistry. And then uh, I decided I wanted to know how creatures work. So I got into biology. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to know how thinking works. So I got into psychology. And obviously, if you're trying to figure out how people can live in harmony, that's a pretty good background.
0: Yeah, it's and, an excellent thing. And
1: then nightmare. eventually I left because I said what I'm looking for, I still haven't found a university and eventually got into self knowledge because I actually needed to know how I work. Mm, okay. And and self-knowledge I would say is of all topics on this planet is the one least is it like it's the one that is yeah. most important and mm-hmm. is least addressed of anything. That, that human beings do on this planet I would have
0: to completely agree with you on that one and can you say a little bit more when when you talk about the self what that means to you and how you define it
1: well okay I, I'll this is a, a retrospect story I mm-hmm. that comes out of what I've been looking at when you are in your mother's body and I call it the Buddha tank because it's, uh-huh. it's it sounds nice, right? So you're in your mother's body. There's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. Everything's taken care of, and you're relatively safe. Now, it's not 100%, but, but it's, it's a relatively safe environment. And in that environment, because there's nowhere to go, your awareness is at rest in its source, inside, inside your body, inside, in life. And, that, that's, and that's the Buddha state. That's the self-knowledge state. You know, you don't have something to compare it to right. then. But that's, that's the cherished state. So then you come out into the world. Uh-huh. And now you have to get to know the world. So your awareness is drawn out into the world through your senses to focus on anything that changes, whether it's sound or vision or taste or, or feeling. And you have to get to know the world. And in that process, you go from being present inside with your awareness, you know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. absent outside to being present outside and absent inside. So there's Uh, a disconnection from ourself that happens naturally to every child that is born as part of the process of getting to know the world that we live in. Yes. And, And that disconnection is the leads to discontent because mm-hmm. we don't feel whole anymore? We're still whole, but we don't feel whole anymore because we're not inside with our awareness. So we so discontent content comes from that. That discontent becomes our driving force for everything because we're trying to find our contentment again. But we now we now uh, try to find that contentment outside because we've forgotten yes. that we actually need to go inward.
0: Yeah, and we're so, so told that the outside will make us happy, you
1: know. Right. And then we we go from being to doing, and that's not helpful either.
0: Mm. Okay. And, and so you're talking about going back to being
1: again. Yes. So so the idea is so the idea is if you want to feel whole, something in you is whole. The awareness that is the foundation of your existence is whole. Mm -hmm. Life energy is whole. You cannot destroy it. I call it perfect health because you cannot damage energy because it's formless to begin with. Right. And you can't damage inspiration, which is the shine of that energy. Mm -hmm. Those three are undamageable and are beyond health and illness. So you we were talking before about fibromyalgia. Mm -hmm. Well, the awareness that is your foundation does not get fibromyalgia. Nor does the life energy get fibromyalgia. Nor does nor does inspiration get you fibromyalgia. So there is something in you that is already free of any condition that you have. In fact, your body could be completely wrecked on, and on its way out. Your mind could be completely disorganized. Your thinking could be completely disorganized. Your social situation could be completely dysfunctional and your environment could be a disaster area. And what I just talked about, awareness, life, energy, and inspiration are not affected by any of those. And to to me, that's where all the hope is. That's where all the hope comes from.
0: That's great. And so it's about tapping into that part of the self.
1: Right. and tap, yeah, when, magnifying
0: and we, it or reconnecting and making it sort of the overarching theme for your life. Or...
1: Right. Yeah. And it, well, it what, what happens is when I reconnect, you know, so first of all, if I've disconnected, I'm discontent. Then it's like I see things are wrong. What's wrong? I have something wrong with me. Maybe I'm not lovable. Maybe I'm not enough. Whatever all the things are, we say to them, there's something wrong. I don't know what's wrong. I'm trying to, you know, so... But the moment that I'm present in my own, in the core of my own being again, there's nothing wrong. It feels whole. So it changes my feeling, out of which it changes my thinking, out of which it changes my expression, out of which it changes my doing, out of which comes changes in outcomes. What and and what's and what's so so useful to know, is that we have, what we're looking for,
0: mm-hmm.
1: already, existing within us.
0: Yes, I love and, that. And, we, and and and, we, and
1: there's things. nothing we need to do other than bring our awareness back into, where that where that wholeness lives.
0: And then, you know, th- that when you give the the we were really talking about the mind. Um, or the, the spirit or however you yeah, like, to, the energy field. and um, yeah. But there's, you know, the, the physical body and how everything is energy and how when we come back to the physical body, the things that we put in in it and how that enriches our experience. And, you mm-hmm. know, you've made such a big contribution um, through flaxseed oil, um, you know, and, and that being sort of the base. But now, did did this, you, you talked about how you had a, um, uh, poisoning from pesticides. Mm-hmm. Was that part of what led up to the flaxseed oil development
1: or? Uh, it, it was, yeah, that was the source of it. Uh, what happened was my marriage broke up and I was really upset mm-hmm. I was angry and I wanted to kill something. So I took a job as a pesticide sprayer. Really? And I had already, I had done, I had been working in gardening, and I had taken a pesticide sprayer's license. I had had that as part of the job. But then I took a job full-time as a pesticide sprayer. Was really careless. Walked through the, walked over the lawns I sprayed until the skin peeled off my feet. Then I decided I should probably wear rubber boots, which I did. Oh and after three years of being very careless, it was a summer job. I used to spray in my bathing suit, you know, wearing a bathing suit. like liked to get a tan, you know, because... I'm fair skinned and I always wanted to have dark skin. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and after three years of doing that very carelessly, I got poisoned. When I got poisoned, I went to the doctor and I said, What do you have for pesticide poisoning? She said, Nothing. And that's the day that the penny dropped for me. Really, I heard it drop that day that health, my health is my responsibility. And that, uh, you know, that if I don't care about my health, maybe nobody does. And I then started using my background to try and figure out how to help myself. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at everything that had to do with food and uh, nutrition and health, nutrition and disease. Uh And I got stuck in the arena of oils because I realized that these are our most sensitive nutrients of all, that they are very easily damaged by light oxygen and heat that every cell needs both omega-3 and omega-6 essential fatty acids, which the body can't make, so they have to come in from outside. Mm-hmm. And that 99% of the population does not get enough omega-3s for optimum health. Mm-hmm. And my yeah. thought, and 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 that omega-3s are five times more sensitive to damage than even omega-6s. Wow. Um, and we are supposed to we should give them the most care, but we give them the least care because there's nothing else from food that we throw in a frying pan and and turn it into smoke and mm-hmm. think that that's okay and yeah. then burn our and then burn our food with it and i mm-hmm. when i when I've found that out, I said, "You know I can't get healthy on oils like that. Yeah. they're treated when they're made they're they treated with draino window washing acid bleached and then heated to frying temperature before they go in the bottle, before you even buy them. And I figured out that if they're 1% damaged, I figured out that if they're 1% damaged, which is about what they are, half to 1% damaged, if a a tablespoon of an oil that is 1% damaged has more than a million damaged molecules, unnatural molecules for every one of your body's 60 trillion cells, the total is like 60 quintillion damaged molecules. In a tablespoon of normal uh, oil, the way the oils are made, and I said we should make them with health in mind. And mm-hmm. I knew that there would be benefits from it. I didn't realize how widespread the benefits would be. Yeah. So, yes,
0: yeah. and well, and probably how long it would take for the masses to start to understand this.
1: Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. But when I when I realized then then the year after I got poisoned is the year that omega three was established as an essential nutrient, which means you can't make it, you gotta have it, you gotta get it from outside. If you don't get enough, you go down. If you uh-huh. go, don't get enough long enough, you die. But if you bring it back before you die, in adequate amounts, then all of the problems that come from not getting enough are reversed. Okay. Life knows how to make a body that works, provided we take yes. responsibility to make sure all the building blocks it needs land in our body so it can do yes. its own. That's and when I found that out, I said, "Oh my God! Almost everybody doesn't get enough. We could help so many people," and I just, I just lit up. I just lit up on fire. It was like, and I was really shy. You know, I, I uh-huh. if I had to do a, a a presentation in class, I would find a reason not to go to school. Oh, I was really shy. <laughs> and then, I, then this thing got a hold of me. I was so lit up about, "Oh my God, we could help so many people." And it dragged me through all my shyness and all my fears and all my speaking, pro- you know, all of uh, that. No. Totally, that was like my therapy.
0: Uh, that's great. <laughs> you
1: know, I'm so comfortable talking, and you know, I still like to know what I'm talking about before I get on stage. But
0: yeah, of course. I'm but very, um, very, no,
1: very, that's very
0: great. Yeah. I, I have to share with you. You know, when mm-hmm. I was, I was healing. I found your products tw- maybe 1996. Um, and I was healing from the worst case of leaky gut syndrome uh, that my of, nutritionist had, had ever seen. Of what
1: syndrome?
0: Uh, leaky gut syndrome. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I had ulcers, irritable bowel, chronic spasms, yeah. and infections, and chronic infections. And, yeah. um, and my body at that point couldn't even process extra virgin olive oil without my gallbladder hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so sensitive and my tr- nutritionist told me about flaxseed oil and she suggested that I just take a teaspoon of it or I could start putting it on, um, you know, like a steamed broccoli or, um, or on a salad or, you know, just something. It was a while before I could even eat vegetables, but, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, so I started taking your flaxseed oil. Um, she said you need to have the omega three essential fatty acids, and um, it really began to help everything. It wasn't like it wasn't like it, it affects so many different systems of the body. Um, and uh, so, so anyway, it was a really powerful thing mm. to to discover that you know,
1: yeah, and I and I would help so I, much. Yeah, and and I was I was so glad to work with it because it is actually the single most widespread essential nutrient deficiency of our time. Mm-hmm. You know, for mm-hmm. magnesium and vitamin D, it's about 80% of the population. For omega-3s, it's 99% of the population. And wow. uh, so I was very happy to work with it. And literally the research now says when you increase omega-3s in the diet... Mm-hmm. Provided you get enough omega-6s with them, so the balance is important because they both right. have important functions. And provided they're not damaged or toxic, you can improve virtually every major degenerative condition of our time. And, and that means that, that whatever they can improve is has to be the result of not getting enough. So when you get enough, because, mm-hmm. because omega-3s won't reverse magnesium deficiency, you need magnesium for that. But anything that comes from omega-3 deficiency, bringing more omega-3s in the diet will, 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 will reverse that. Okay. So it's not a cure for everything, but it's a cure for everything that comes from not having enough omega-3 in the diet.
0: Now, why was it that you went for flaxseed?
1: Well, I started with flaxseed um, mm-hmm. because flax has the most omega-3 of any of our commonly available seeds. And it, it turns out it doesn't have enough omega six, so the ratio is poor. Mm-hmm. But and it's also also quite affordable, mm-hmm. and uh, and and because it has the most omega three, it is the most sensitive of all the oils. So we thought, well, if we could if we can make flax oil with health in mind, we could make any oil with health in mind because all of them are easier to work with than flax. Mm-hmm. So there, so there were several reasons. But then what happened to me is I became omega-6 deficient on flax oil. Oh, and
0: then,
1: okay. And then I developed a blend that is that has more omega-6 in it. Uh because the did omega
0: you omega for the omega-6 in that? Sorry? What did you use for the omega-6 in that blend?
1: Uh, sunflower and sesame. Oh, they have okay. omega-6 but no omega-3. And I used sunflower seeds to reverse my omega Six deficiency. When I became deficient on flax oil, and I got dry eyes, skipped heartbeats, arthritis-like pain in finger joints, and thin, papery skin—classic omega-6 deficiency symptoms—and okay. they should reverse when you give, when you get more omega-6. And so I used sunflower because it's about six, 60% of the oil okay. is omega-6 and has no omega-3.
0: Now, I know a lot of people are talking about fish oil and using fish oil. Is that something you advocate or?
1: No, I have never recommended fish oil simply because of the damage. Okay. Because there, flax oil is is five times more sensitive than the usual omega-6 oils. Mm-hmm. and And fish oil is five times more sensitive than flax oil. And it's always the reason why it tastes so bad is because of the damage done to it by light, by oxygen, and by heat. So I knew that way back when. So I never recommended flax oil. I said, make your own fish oil in your body because you have the genes to do it. The problem isn't we're not having getting enough fish oil. The problem is we're not getting enough omega-3s. When we get enough, the body can make everything else that is made out of omega-3s. And now it's even worse because now fish is the dirtiest meat on the planet. because mm, everything yeah. that we dump, all the poisons we dump on the planet, they go downhill and everything that goes downhill ends up in the ocean and so right. the ocean then is now the, more polluted than the land
0: and then the farmed fish and what they're fed and, and then the farmed the fish are, are even worse in. than the wild fish yeah yeah okay oh well, that's good to know because people ask me that question a lot and yeah um, and then now the technology that you created Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, yeah. and you touched on a little bit about the, the oils that are killing people, basically, the the, the fats that kill. Um, mm-hmm. You said a little bit about how oil is treated. Um, can you talk yeah. a little bit more about, about
1: that? Yeah, the industry, when it started uh, making oils, they wanted shelf life. And in order to get the shelf life, because oils by nature have a relatively short shelf life because light oxygen and heat damage them. So they figured out that if you want an oil to have a two, three year shelf life, which gives you a potentially very large market. So this is all a all a, a, a commerce consideration, not a health consideration. Right. In order to do that, you have to treat it with Drano, which is sodium hydroxide, a very corrosive base to wow. remove things. Then you treat it with window washing acid, phosphoric acid, which is a very corrosive acid. Then you bleach the oil to get the color out of the oil because that attracts light and damages the oil. But when you get take that out, when you bleach the oil, you turn it rancid. Now it smells and tastes bad. So now you have to boil the oil, basically, to boil off the rancid molecules. And that's called deodorization, or molecular distillation, or wiped film evaporation. And in that process, you're damaging, like I said, a half to 1% of the molecules. And you get so many damaged molecules, you know, 60 quintillion in a tablespoon. Most people use two to four tablespoons a day. And wow. You do that for 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And then you get inflammation and cancer. And You say, I don't know. I always ate good. Yeah. Because you didn't know how much damage was done to the oil that you've been using. Because the industry, of course, won't tell you that. Right. And so I decided, you know, we should be making oils with health in mind. They are the most sensitive of our nutrients. And then occasionally I'd think, well, who am I to, you know, they must have tried it and not got the results they wanted. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what, we just got to try it. And uh, the rest is history. Wow.
0: Oh, my gosh that's eye-opening now i had also read that hexane is used to process oils
1: yeah hexane hexane is usually used to make oils but hexane uh that's more of a marketing issue so so people in the health food trade will say oh you should only have expeller pressed oils but hexane actually is made in the body so if you drank a cup of hexane that would be excessive but the amount that's actually in hexane extracted oils is not a big deal. Oh, okay, that's good to know. But, now, but are there marketing issues? So, so, um, and the reason why they use hexane, by the way, is because they get more of the oil out of the seed. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Um. So. So then, there are certain oils that are still using that same old process, though. Um, that you oh, just all of prescribed.
1: the, all of the. Each. All of the oils that you find in, in plastic bottles on the shelf, oh, okay, they're all okay. except and for extra texture. virgin olive oil. Oh,
0: okay. Um, so, what about like avocado oil?
1: Yep. Oh
0: wow. Okay. Um, Canola
1: it, oil, soybean oil, oh, yeah. corn oil, all of them. Vegetable oil. <laughs> yeah. Unless it says, unless it says unrefined. It's unrefined. That hasn't been done. But most of the unrefined oils, uh, most of the oils are not unrefined. Okay. All right. That's good. And they should be organic too because you have pesticides in those oils if they're not from organically grown seeds. Then they put them in plastic and the plastic leaches into the oil. Okay. And that causes inflammation when, you know, when it dissolves in the oil and you drink the oil and it ends up in your body.
0: Okay. So always use glass bottles.
1: Should be glass bottles. Should be... uh, made with health in mind, should be organic, okay. and then the balance between omega-3 and 6 needs to be right. Okay. And sometimes right. people say, well, why, why are you putting omega-6s in, in the oil? You, we already have lots of omega-6s in, the, in our diet. And my answer is no, I want you off those oils because those are the damaged oils. You want your omega-6s also made with health in mind. Okay. And then we want them in a ratio where you can't become omega-6 deficient. Okay. So that's why I went from flax oil to udo's oil.
0: Now I understand that omega six too that you can get that from certain, from meats. Is that correct?
1: No, most of the most of the well everything has some omega sixes in it. Okay. So even fruits and vegetables, they're zero point one percent fat, so like like very small amount of fat. But okay. in that fat, you have omega sixes, and in some of them, you have omega three in grass. There's more omega three than omega six. But only zero point one percent. That's why, that's I, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so they're they're found in, but most of them come from seeds and nuts because seeds and nuts are anywhere from fifteen to sixty five percent of the whole thing is is fat. Okay. You know, is oil. So that's a better source. A chicken has a little bit in it, and you know, most people skin their chickens and throw the skin away. Well there's more oil in the skin than there is in the meat. Um, so okay. yeah, so we're getting Omega sixes mostly from foods made with Omega six oils or the Omega sixes or the seeds and nuts that contain them.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's little, so much great information. Um, yeah. Well, I want to shift gears a little bit for a minute, and let's talk about what you're up to now. You have a concept called Total Sexy Health. Can you tell listeners about that?
1: Yeah. So this came out of, you know, I started working in health, and, you know, I would would give people very good information, and sometimes they wouldn't put it in practice. And some of those people knew more than I did because they had been going to lectures of people giving talks for – Thirty years, I'd been there for ten years. and I, it just made puzzled me. So why is it that people have so much good information? Actually, it's true about anything. Why is it we have so much good information, and why is it that we don't put it in practice? And the conclusion I came, to, yeah, and the conclusion I came to was, and just from observation was, you need to be inspired to make changes because change is hard. Yeah. You know you, you have habits and you think certain ways and then you know there there are habits of action and actions that go with those with those uh, thoughts, those beliefs. And it's hard to get out of your thinking rut except when you're inspired. You that frees energy and that makes it easier. And then you you know if you're excited then trying something new is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And if you're really excited about being alive, then you'll do whatever it takes to mm-hmm. have more of it. It's true. Right? But yeah. whereas if you're not inspired, you say, "Ah, oh, it's all too much work. And if you're really uninspired, like really depressed, some people won't do anything. In fact, they'll they'll destroy their body mm-hmm. because life is not worth living because they're so uninspired. Yeah, so I started to say, okay, well, actually, inspiration is just as important as information. Information is important, but inspiration is just as important. And then I started thinking, well, what else is important? And what else affects health? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you have to say, everything affects health. Mm-hmm. Everything affects health. So what is, and then what is everything? Well, the environment you live in affects your health. Mm-hmm. The people you hang out with affects your health. Yeah. Whether you're skilled in crisis situations affects your health. How you feed your body or how closely you live aligned with nature, which is where we came from, which we came out of, yeah. that affects your health. Whether you're inspired or depressed affects your health. Your So your mental state affects your health. Mm-hmm. Your Whether you're in touch with the energy that is your energy, that is your life, that actually is you, Mm -hmm. that affects health. What you're aware of, where your awareness goes, that affects health. And then the big picture of being a terminal body, very tiny terminal body in an infinite universe and coming to terms with that and being okay with it, that also affects your health. So then the idea is, okay, So if you want to be really healthy, you have to give each one of those eight its due. They have a different nature, a different function. Mm -hmm. They need a different kind of attention. They need attention on a regular basis. They all go off in a different way and they respond to a different kind of intervention. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what, one of of my goals was to, to create a teachable field of health. It's got to be based on nature and human nature. And that's what that's what the total sexy health is about. Why sexy? Because sexy, the way it, it you know, when people talk about sexy architecture and sexy words and sexy plays and mm-hmm. and and uh, sexy, you know, different things. It's not it's not about sex. Right. It's about energy. It's about vi- yeah. vitality. It's about showing up. It's about being full on. Mm-hmm. So that's that's sexy. Mm-hmm. Each one of those eight, eight parts that the nature designed plays a role in our sexiness. Mm-hmm. When we get out of line, the part it confers to sexy goes away. Uh-huh. And when we get back in line, we get it back. So the model is very simple. Okay. Living in line with each one of those eight. And ultimately, you want to be fully present in all of your being. And your environment, your surroundings, and not lost in thoughts in your head. And when you when you can live like that, and it takes practice to do that. Yeah. But when you live like that, you have an amazing life.
0: Now you also talk about there's eight steps. Now is is that yes. part of teaching people how to live this kind of life?
1: Yeah. The yeah the eight key parts. I, I there there there's steps. There are steps for each part. Oh okay. And. And the book is an overview of that. Yeah, each one of them. You know, how do you, The biggest question is, well, how do I get in touch with, with, with the, the core of my being? And uh, the short answer is you need to sit still. You need to make time for yourself to do nothing, to sit still. You might just sit down and close your eyes, breathe lightly, see how still you can become. See how deeply still you can go. You know, see how deep you can go into that stillness. See how long you can stay there mm. before you have to go pee. <laughs> and, and then when you're in that stillness, look around, listen, feel, taste, and discover who you are in that stillness. That's the invisible part of you that is actually the foundation of the visible part. It's where your power lives. It's where your wisdom lives. It's where your love is. It's where your peace is. Peace has biological roots, independent of whether your country is at war or not. That's where, that's where your enlightenment lives. That's where, uh, That's where all your questions about how to live are answered and you know we go to experts and we got the expert living in our own in our own body absolutely the expert in our own body
0: yeah sometimes i think we just need to be guided to that part of ourselves just like you just did you know just i just closed my eyes and let myself go down in and felt
1: that peace yeah and and at some point we 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 well we could work on being more self-responsible for our health by doing our homework. Cause that's homework. It's all the work you do at home. You know, all the, yeah. everything, everything I'm looking for yeah. is already present in the space my body occupies. But it's uh, not, yeah. it's not just present as molecules. It's also present as energy and feeling and awareness.
0: Yeah, and you know we're in a time right now where I'm hearing this over and over again from people because of COVID they've had to go inside and stay uh, inside, you. which I found fascinating. Just go inside yeah, and, yeah. and listen.
1: Usually we talk about masters and spiritual spiritual teachings. Yeah, you know, and COVID did in in a matter of a couple of months yeah. something that none of the great masters managed to accomplish in their lifetime. They they gave the whole human race a time out.
0: <laughs> they did, absolutely.
1: Right? And then if you can't go out, you know, then they say it's a joke, right? If you can't go out, go in.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go you in. And that's exactly what your work is doing. And yeah. so for listeners, you know, this is uh, really timely. I mean, this is just perfect. You're you're good at perfect timing um, from, mm-hmm. from the creation of flaxseed oil to yeah. – uh, to what you're doing now, you know, it's, yeah. it's really,
1: yeah. Awful. And, and discover your own magnific- magnificence. And when mm-hmm. you do that, you feel taken care of, you know, because now you're, you're reconnected to yourself. So you feel whole, you feel loved, you feel con- cared for. And when I, f- when I have those feelings, then I'm free to, to do what needs to be done, free to care for others. Mm-hmm. Because my state of being, always comes to expression automatically if i'm in peace i see peace everywhere and i will maintain peace everywhere in my actions if i'm angry i will see danger everywhere or enemies everywhere and then i'll i'll see enemies and i'll create enemies if i'm fearful i i'll see danger everywhere and then i'll create danger everywhere So, the state of being that we, you know, out of which we live, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm talking now about what we bring into the world, not what we get out of the world, Mm -hmm. but out of our state of being, that's what we, our state of being is what we influence the world towards. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, like you can't fudge that.
0: Right. The
1: state of being comes to expression automatically. So, working on the state of being is probably the most important homework that we need to be doing that most people still are not doing. Yeah. That way. Well.
0: Yeah. Yes, and, and I think people are being called to do that. So,
1: we, we are being called to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no yeah, and and even talking about COVID since we're on the topic. Yeah. In this time, first of all, you know, we have crisis management for for COVID. What about the self-responsible? What about making the body stronger, yeah. so you're less likely to be nailed to to be knocked down by it? Yep. One of
0: the most.
1: And what things is there? Things you can do so on. if you're calm inside, as opposed to fearful, if you're fearful, your immune system goes down. Absolutely. If you're calm, it's good for your immune system. Your immune system becomes stronger. If you're energetic you 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 are less likely to to get, to get sick than if you're not energetic if there there are minerals and vitamins that are important in immune function if you're if you're eating if you're eating garbage you're less likely to be getting enough of them than if you eat in line with nature so you can go through all those all those eight parts and those eight parts each one affects health of your body but also health of your immune system and so yeah. that's why ultimately it always comes back to live in line with nature and your nature yes and, you know if you're grateful you're less likely to, to get sick than then if you say oh my god am i gonna get it am i gonna get it oh my god oh my god yeah you know and yeah. if you're if you're comfortable with the fact that one day your body will finish that will also make you less, it'll make you more likely to live longer and be healthier.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Th- and, that's, this is part of life and part of what we're moving towards right. eventually. But while we're here, let's be right. in the space that right. you're speaking you're, of. In,
1: right. In, because we, we have, space. you know, we come in before that. We didn't exist for billions of years. Yeah. And then we get maybe a hundred years if we're lucky. Yes. We then we then we don't exist for another billions of years, and in the time we have right now, we can literally create this any state of being we want. We could yes. live like a ma- we could live alike live like the masters lived, because mm-hmm. because what they were in touch with was the master inside, which is called life. Mm-hmm. Life is the master, and you know, if I say if I pointed your body or any of your listeners bodies and say whose body is that most of them would say that's my body Mm -hmm. when they say that they've just told me that they are not the body they are the owner of the body Ah. so then the question is who owns your body well life owns your body life Mm -hmm. runs everything omnipresent omnipotent omniscient in your body Mm -hmm. knows everything is all power and is everywhere present in your body or you sometimes at the other end you know somebody say well you know, so-and-so left his body. Mm-hmm. You just said they were not the body. Or mm-hmm. people say, well, I saw, you know, my uncle died and I came in after he died and, you know, I saw his body there, but he wasn't there anymore. So we know, we know that we're not the body. It's even in our language, yeah. but we just don't give it the thought we ought to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I always mm-hmm. say that the the energy that you have, that thing that animates your body is the only thing you can't live without you know exactly yeah it it runs everything everything.
1: nothing runs everything
0: and that's where the healing happens is in that that's
1: that's where wholeness lives and that's where that's the that's what does the healing yeah Yeah.
0: absolutely can you tell listeners how they can get your program learn more about you and
1: uh yeah i have two websites one is called udoschoice.com udoschoice.com. That's where the products are, and I work with oils, enzymes, probiotics, fiber, a few other things. Great. And the other one is theudo.t.h.e.udo.com, okay. and all of all of the educational material is on that site. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, and so I'm not yes, hard to find.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, LinkedIn. This has been, I've really been listening deeply to everything that you've been saying today. It's um, because there's so much power in the, uh, the awareness that you bring in the energy that you bring that you've brought to this podcast. And I'm really so grateful.
1: Yeah. To, you know, it um, takes one to know one.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: the people the people who listen to it and like it, you know, you only recognize it because it's already there in you already. Good point. I'm good at giving, giving words to it, but it, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about something you already have.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes, thank you. Um, but it's just been absolutely wonderful having you and um, uh, listeners. Uh, well, thank you so much, Udo, for being on
1: the thank show Thank you. Today. I, appreciate, I appreciate you uh, being a conduit for a message that is timely and super
0: important Yeah, absolutely. You're so welcome.
1: Thank you for doing that.
0: You're welcome. And thank you so much, listeners, for listening to this podcast. And please share it with as many people as you think may benefit. And uh, as as always, I like to say I I really hope with all my heart that this information will help you get well now. For more information, go to meghayworth.com to sign up for our email list, get your free copy of five anti-inflammatory on-the-go lunch recipes and access to our private Facebook community. Thank you so much for listening.